Oh, I yo, I can hear you now. We're good. Oh, thank fucking god. All right, guys. This is our first, this is our first episode of a podcast. Just me and my friend Logan. We talk about pro wrestling and only pro wrestling. If you have a problem with my opinions, I don't care. I'm a 16 year old kid, and this is my 21 year old friend. And we're just gonna discuss wrestling. Say hi, Logan. Hi. How y'all doing? They're probably doing well. Anyway, let's move on to Super Showdown, as it was a clusterfuck. Okay, it started on Thursday, February 27, 2020. There were some good parts, a lot of bad parts. The first match, let's talk about the pre-show. Everyone loves the pre-show. It was the Viking Raiders against the OC. Does anybody care? No. Did you care, Logan? I would like to comment. I think the OC have the Viking Raiders number. I truly think the OC... Has the Raiders, the Viking Raiders number. That's yeah. what I like to say. The OC take the win in the pre-show match. The Viking Raiders, in my opinion, are boring and stale. They need to get the hell off my TV. They have no business in the Kevin Owens. They kind of pop up during the Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins rivalry. I don't really give a shit for them. Let's move on to the main card. We have the Gauntlet match, which I couldn't name those superstars earlier. It's AJ Styles, R-Truth, Bobby Lashley, Rowan, Rusev, whatever the fuck. Anyway, R-Truth started out the match. Defeated three guys, Logan. Defeated friggin' Bobby Lashley. Andrade and Rowan. Can you believe that? Hey, man, anything can happen, man. What a, it's one of a kind. Anyway, R Truth, a legend, obviously. Every time he comes on the screen, he's just so entertaining. AJ Styles came out. R Truth is already dead at this point after taking a steel, uh, steel step shot by Rowan. AJ Styles dancing all over R Truth. And rather. also taking a claw slam. Yep, taking a claw slam, whatever. AJ Styles comes out, dances a little bit, puts him in the calf crusher, that's over. AJ Styles, still entertaining, very entertaining at 41, still amazing. Waiting for the guy to come out. You guys have already seen it. I don't really need to explain this. The Undertaker comes out, choke slams him, keeps his hat and jacket on for whatever fucking reason, and then wins. I love The Undertaker, so I'm not going to complain. I just don't think he should have won the damn trophy. I think AJ should have won the trophy first and then have The Undertaker come out because it looked like The Undertaker didn't give two flying fucks about the trophy. He looked at it and fucking left. It sets up AJ Styles. And The Undertaker for WrestleMania. Undertaker, I believe, for if the rumors are true, Undertaker picked AJ Styles as his opponent. AJ can still go at 41 at an elite level. The Undertaker's great. Should be a great match. I see uh, AJ winning. What about you in Mania? Yeah, I, I think I think they're going to let Taker win. I think this is going to probably be Taker's last match. I Taker's think last. Go out with the win. I think it's his time. I don't know this match could this match could be great. Uh, I don't know what how they're gonna go with this. Probably AJ's gonna talk about how he had the match won. Blah blah blah. Taker's gonna come out a typical WrestleMania match. I, I think I'm, this is probably gonna be one of the best storylines too for a WrestleMania match. I think WrestleMania thirty uh thirty six has some great match cards entertaining for this WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm very interested. In, I'm intrigued to see where they go with the Undertaker and AJ Styles storyline. I'm interested to see how well it gets. Yeah, so I think that'll be good. Like I said, AJ Illy level, great. Russell all around the world. Y'all y'all already know AJ's resume. I don't really need to repeat it. Moving on to the next match on the card, which I believe was John Morrison in the Miz against the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. The Miz, the Miz Morrison kind of cheated using the chair. I think it was time for the New Day. I love the New Day, but I think it was time for them to get the titles taken off of them, put it on uh, Morrison and Miz, who are still very entertaining. They were entertaining back then, and they were entertaining now. Yes. What do you think? I think they're just an elite tag team. It's been a while since we've seen Miz and Morrison, the dirt sheet. Like, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued as well to see the New Day finally to lose those tag titles. I think being on new people or whatever, it could be more interesting in the tag division now. Mm-hmm. I also see them retaining mm-hmm. in the Elimination Chamber match. Uh, yeah, I do too. I could see it coming down to the Usos and the New Day with Miz and Morrison. Mm-hmm. And I think Miz and Morrison pinned the New Day for the last one to retain. But yeah. For WrestleMania, I could see a triple threat tag team match with the Usos and the New Day versus Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. That'd be a great match. And I think, like, maybe give it a nice stipulation, maybe like a ladder match or something. Because all three of those teams are still yes. are three of the best teams in the thing. The WWE's tag division is very – is. 
an afterthought to like, say the last. I feel like WWE's tag division doesn't get the respect it deserves. Yeah, I agree. Just, I agree. I feel like it's more of the singles. The more yeah. the singles people get the uh, respect that they deserve. Like, WWE really could care less about tag divisions, but I think they need to work on it. I feel like their tag division could be way better than what they do. For an example, let's, like, mean to remind y'all about the Usos and the New Day and their rivalry. Those were some good matches. Great. Yeah, their Hell in a Cell match was great. Yes, their Hell in a Cell match was one of the best tag team matches we had in a while since mm-hmm. the Attitude Era. Yeah, great. And then, like, great teams like the Revival who don't show up much. They're they're great uh, during the Survivor Series build. I believe they had the match. It was also, the Revival like, in the Undisputed Era. That I'd was like a great to match. Put in too, I feel like the Revival don't get the respect they deserve. I feel like the Revival is a great team. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should be putting more tag title pictures mm-hmm. because – I feel like they have great chemistry. They just go well together. They're mm-hmm. just a great team in general. Yep. I feel like, feel like to be honest, they need to give more people in the tag division a chance. Let's talk about the Ascension at the time, too. Yeah. Was real good. Great in NXT. Well, when first, yep, when the Ascension was real good when they first came into the tag division and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they just got used like crap later on in their career, and it just now they're released, I believe. Yeah, they got released. They're gone. So now I want to talk about. Uh, it's kind of like the the United States Championship picture, you know. Andrade was suspended, came back. You know, he didn't. He wasn't obviously wasn't on the show. So then they had Zelina Vega pair up with Angel Garza, and then this thing with Humberto. I, I'm just saying, Humberto Carrillo is one of the most boring and another thing specimens is, on yeah, Raw. Humberto Carrillo has no character. No Mm-mm, nothing. No, no, yeah, nothing. He just he needs a character change. The only thing that was interesting about him was his theme song. That yeah, definitely. I tweeted about that. I was like, bro, they need to bring back his fucking Dolly Goss song. Anyway, like I said, high flying. Don't understand why this match needed to be on the card since it was on Raw. And their match on Raw wasn't even that bad. I don't even think it was that. Uh, Garza is more entertaining than Andrade. I don't know if you feel the same way, Logan, but that's what I feel. Garza. I feel like Garza is more entertaining to watch, but I feel like Andrade. Probably better in ring, but uh, I think Andrade. I just watched all my stuff, so I'm going to watch it on uh, Tuesday. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm doing a podcast right now. You're interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am doing a podcast right now about uh, sports. Okay, so oh, Jesus Christ. I need you to grab a basket and I need you to put clothes in it. That's not a sport. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a sport. It's called clothes and junkets. All right. Okay. Jesus Christ. That's not a sport. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, all right. The Raw Tag Team Championship, Seth Rollins and Murphy against the Street Profits. I like, real quick, I want to say I like the pairing with Seth Rollins and Murphy. Uh, Murphy had really nothing after losing to Aleister Black on multiple occasions, so pairing Which him with Rollins was great. I think by day to be was a real good move about bringing them, bringing Buddy Murphy into the group with uh, the Messiah, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great move to put Murphy because Murphy had no plans after mm-hmm. losing the black and the rivalry. So, yep, I agree. And the Street Profits are great. The Street Profits, I think, are will be tag teams. I, I have no doubt that the Street Profits are going to be tag team champions. So entertaining. Montez Ford is so good. So is Angelo Dawkins. Ford, man, he, he, he's one of the best people to de- deliver that frog splash. Dude. I think he will be world champion. So when, they, when, when he gets his singles run, so charismatic, so good in the ring. His match with mm-hmm. Rollins last week was great. This match was great. The crowd just wasn't really into it. But anyway, the Rollins and Murphy do that spot again where uh, the guys on the roll. They hit the Rollins hit the curb stop. Yeah. Stomp on the apron. And they get I the... feel like that's not going to work every time. They needed to fig- figure something else out new because mm-hmm. I feel like they if they keep hitting that same move like that, they're going to get boring very quickly. 
Mm-hmm. I know. I like them. They're great. Uh, Rollins' Messiah gimmick is gold. I love it. Uh, pairing Murphy with them was awesome. I think I think they're going to fight tomorrow, actually. I don't know if it's for the titles or not, but I expect the Street Profits to win. I have no doubt about that. Uh, next, Dolph Ziggler against the guy that shows up three times a year, Mansoor. Nothing against him. He's just boring. And he wins again. Uh, I don't really know what to say. I like Dolph Ziggler. I'm not gonna say he's buried because he's a future world. He was a former world champion, but um, I don't know. Just kind of a boring match. Your thoughts? I feel like Ziggler just gets overlooked. Like you said, he is a future world champion. He did win the world heavyweight championship back a couple of years ago, a few years ago, but. Uh, Ever since, I feel like the only reason why Mansoor won because it wasn't his hometown in Saudi Arabia. But I feel like if it was Ziggler, should I feel like it was a decent match? Could have been better than what they did, but I feel like Ziggler should have won. But that's whatever. Mansoor's yeah, yeah. streak keeps on going. Uh, yeah. WWE Championship, the just the filler. No chance. The friggin' Ricochet, Brock Lesnar against Ricochet. Ricochet's promos package was longer than the match itself. Ricochet got no offense in this match. Um, the only I'm, offense he got was running into a wall. Then after that, then it was just complete domination of Ricochet. Man got picked up from the ground in F5. Then it was over. Brock's your winner. Uh, yeah, then again, I feel like they should have kicked that off of Saudi Arabia. They should have for real kicked that match off because <laughs> that was not worth watching at all. We kind of figured, everybody kind of figured that was going to happen, that Ricochet was going to toss around like that. Yep. We didn't expect it to end that quickly. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't, but I figured it would be at least five minutes long. Something like that. Yeah, five minutes long, but – a minute and 20 seconds just is a disgrace, man. This It shows that R- R- Ricochet has no talent, I feel like. But he's he, got ring talent, but his promos are absolutely dreadful. I, I can't – I can't – the. I'm not scared of you, bro. Coward. Yeah, that was just and cringy. And got kicked in the nuts yeah. a couple weeks ago or whatever it was. And then they set up this filler match. Brock wins. Brock's going to go on to main event WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre. Have Drew McIntyre take the title from him, and then we'll go from there. Uh, this match was graded at D. It says, um, as a matter of ricochet, ran into Lesnar, a couple Germans, an F5, and it was over. You know? Just like Three that. Germans and an F5. So the next match on the card is Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Finally, 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 the end. Yes, finally, they finally fixed it. Like, they settled it inside the steel cage. I'm happy for Roman. I'm also happy for Baron Corbin. Uh, Also, it was a great match, too, in that side of that steel cage. I expected nothing less of them to go to brawl have a good match and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Their matches was really good mm-hmm. overall, but I think it's finally time to come to an end and they need to focus on their future in the day to be like go different ways now. Yep. Uh, and again, I, I hope them the best, but uh, yeah, it was a good match. Yep, Reigns entered with the chain around his neck, looked badass. Don't he, don't think he hit a spear in this match. Hit a Superman punch with the chain around his uh, hand. That was he dope. Reigns four is dope. Superman punches in yep. your victory. Yep. Yep. Uh, decent match. They graded it a C. It is what it is. It's uh, you know, it's the end of the feud. Reigns wins. Reigns can go on. I don't know what Baron Corbin has planned. Maybe Intercontinental Championship picture at WrestleMania. I don't know, but uh, probably here comes next the match of the night. Probably uh, Bailey defending against Naomi. Bailey uh, and Naomi being the first two, uh, the second ever match in women's match in Saudi Arabia, the first ever women's championship defended. Uh, Bailey beat Naomi by like getting her legs tied and tied her legs her up and put it in her shirt. Yeah, yep, great match. The DDT is a good match. Yep. Great showing uh, Bailey and Naomi. Great match. Uh, Bailey has chemistry with everyone and Naomi's great. Um, uh, Bailey's playing the heel role really well. Uh, I think the next step at WrestleMania is defending against Sasha Banks as they kind of set it up. 
to be like they work better alone than as a team, as every time in the team they seem to lose. I think that would be the story here. But nonetheless, Bailey and Naomi, that was a great match. Uh, you yeah. Now the universal title match. Oh, God. <clears throat> the Fiend, Let's talk about this. Fiend Bray Wyatt against Goldberg. Now, just keep in mind, this Bray Wyatt took 11 curb stomps and got electrocuted and on October 31st in Saudi Arabia. Got up, hit the sister Abigail in one. And now this is the same Bray Wyatt that took four spears and a jackhammer and lost in four minutes. Um, unbelievable. Also, this was a waste of a character, too. Like, I feel like they basically just destroyed this character. They spent all this time developing this one of the best characters WWEs have ever came up with. Uh, then again, uh, like you said, he withstands 11 curb stomps and got electrocuted on the pyro and got right back up and hit a sister Abigail. Now, I don't... And then again, we come to the conclusion he got hit with four spears and, and a jackhammer. Shitty wasn't ass even a good jackhammer. jackhammer. It was a terrible, cringy jackhammer. Looked like a regular modified suplex. Now, and... what I want to say is, I don't, I do not think that Bray Wyatt's character is ruined. I do, they just backed themselves into awful booking and they pay Goldberg this money to come and do this. They protect Goldberg so much, I don't know why. Um, Bray Wyatt, maybe, all right, if you don't want Bray Wyatt losing to Goldberg, then you shouldn't have put, and if you don't want Goldberg losing to Bray Wyatt, then you shouldn't have put the fucking belt on Bray Wyatt to begin with. Um, I mean, Bray Wyatt, like I said, it's not ruined. You know, everyone takes a loss. The Undertaker took a loss, and he was bad, and he was ministry. Uh, Kane took a loss, and he was badass. And they're all, and both of them are future Hall of Famers. I'm just saying, yep. if you didn't, if you know, if you knew people were gonna bitch about this, you shouldn't have had Bray Wyatt take the title at all. I like Bray Wyatt. I mean, I'm not a fan of Goldberg. Then again, know. like we said too, come to the conclusion. They're bringing all this old talent in and burying new talent with good, like... I mean, I just thought it was funny because, like, Undertaker came back and fucking and, and chokeslammed AJ Styles. Sure, that's going to set up a match, right? Brock Lesnar, yeah. who's a temi, who's a ruthless aggression guy, came and squashed Ricochet. I don't care. Ricochet sucks. But And then Goldberg beats Bray Wyatt in four minutes. I don't think people would be at, would, would have been as pissed if Bray Wyatt and Goldberg had a great match or ten, at least ten minutes. I mean, the only fucking the only offense that Bray Wyatt got in here was two was claws. Two claws after he set up and put it on. Which and, then again, I feel like it should have been over after second mountable claws. I feel like Goldberg got way much offense in already to start with his special moves right mm -hmm. off the bat. Then again, uh. Then again, uh, Goldberg, let's be truthful. All the champions, uh, he's going to lose the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, he's going to lose yeah. to Roman. And all Roman yes. Yeah. Uh, then again, uh, I feel like Roman is going to catch him right off the bat when the match starts like he did to Bray Wyatt. I think Goldberg is going to get caught off guard, I think. Then again, uh, then again, like I said, they should have just never put the title on Bray uh, Wyatt if they were just going to let Goldberg like, beat him inside. Yeah, I mean, it, which then again makes no sense because then again, which way we would have had rather had seen Bray Wyatt versus John Cena for the title because that'd been more intriguing. But either way, it was going to be between Goldberg or Roman or John Cena and the Fiend. But then again, Roman Reigns is going to win. Then. Bray Wyatt is going to be his first opponent for the title defense. That match should be very intriguing. I'm very interested to watch that title rematch. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, like I said, if they're just gonna, if they're gonna, you know, they book themselves into into a corner when they had uh, Bray technically lose, win, whatever the fuck it was at Hell in a Cell. They got Rollins booed now. Uh, and then they booked it at Saudi Arabia and had Bray take the title only for him to have a pretty decent feud with Daniel Bryan. But of course, Daniel Bryan's great with everyone. And then they just take them, uh, take the title off him. But then he'll feud, feud, uh, feud with John Cena heading into WrestleMania and he'll most likely win. So that wraps up Super Showdown. Um, like I said, probably the worst take of this was Bray Wyatt losing. And the best match of the night was Bayley defending against Naomi. Now I want to switch over to AEW Revolution, which happened last night and which I 
bought and wow that was a great friggin show um start to finish really great i want to go out i want to start off with the kickoff match the dark order who are um are supposed to be revealing their leader the exalted one or whatever and then talk about having it be all sorts of people matt hardy whatever anyway they defeat scu frankie kazarian and scorpio sky via pinfall it was a great match for a kickoff ended with i think a clothesline to the back of the head or something i forget um Dark, I had a feeling Dark Order was going to win as if they're still building us up. I don't watch AEW on a weekly, so if I don't really know what I'm talking about, uh, don't be mad at me. Um, I watch NXT, but uh, Dark Order defeats SCU, and I guess that's it. It gives it a C plus. All right, now we go to the first match on the main card, Jake Hager, a.k.a. Jack Swagger against Dustin Rhodes, Goldust. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's why Hager defeated Rhodes via submission. Uh, I thought it was pretty uh, pretty good. C-plus rating they gave it. Dustin Rhodes at 50 can still go good. Uh, Jake Hager, his AEW debut. I don't. I haven't seen any new moves that he's brought out since he was Jack Swagger in WWE. Uh, Jake Hager's in the fucking inner circle. And Dustin Rhodes just seems like he's the guy to take clean pins, which doesn't really – I don't really care, to be honest. But, um, yeah, that was that. Um, next match is Darby Allen defeated Sammy Guevara. I thought this match this match was very entertaining as it started on the outside with uh, Allen taking out Guevara and then Guevara hit a 6:30 onto Allen through a table and then they um and then they got back into the ring and Darby hit his coffee coffin drop um it was a very far distance um I don't not not much to say uh, Darby Allen is very over with the crowd as I've noticed since. I don't watch AEW, to be honest. Sammy Guevara is really good. Um, another member of the inner circle. So he took a loss, but Jake Hager uh, won earlier. So I guess that um, makes up for it. I don't know. AEW Tag Team Championships, uh, the match of the night. Five. Uh, I'm thinking either four and a half or five stars that it will get rated. Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega defeat the Young Bucks via pinfall. The story going into this match was, was Adam Page going to turn on Kenny Omega? Um, and they told that really well. There was some heat exchange between, uh, first of all, Adam Page is super over as well. Um, he was getting cheered over everyone in this match. Um, uh, I remember when uh, Adam Page had one of the young bucks on. He was about to power uh, power bomb him or whatever through a table with the ring bell was on, and Kenny Omega pulled him off, and the crowd was booing. The young bucks were getting booed because uh, the young bucks hit their uh, something, their pile driver bullshit on the outside of the ring, and that got booed. Like pile driver. Yeah, and then um, I wanted the young bucks to win because I I thought that. Hangman and Kenny would uh, uh, Hangman would turn on Kenny. Um, like I said, Kenny is Kenny is still really good. Uh, I feel like he didn't want to since I think he has creative control. He doesn't want to overbook himself, so I think he put himself in a nice spot here. The Young Bucks haven't even held on to those titles yet, and so I think they're everyone's been everyone who has creative control has been booked really well in my opinion. Um, this match went about thirty five minutes, and it was great from start to finish. Uh, at the end of the match. Um, Hangman teased, hit his. And Adam Page win. Um, I think the AEW World, just to say, I think the AEW World Tag Team Championships is the best looking title in the company and one of my favorite looking titles in the company. Uh, it was really good. One thing I want to say, yes, this grade has got A+. plus. It was a really great match. Um Near fall after near fall after near fall after near fall. Uh, nobody's kicked out of Kenny Omega's finisher, but then uh, Hangman uh, hit Kenny Omega's finisher on one of the Young Bucks, and I believe the pin was broken out. It was just really good. Um, uh, that's all I can say on that. The next match was, God, I got a great D. I don't think it was that bad. Uh, Nyla Rose defeats Chris Statlander via pinfall to retain the title. I just think it was a bad placement on the card. Um, uh, Nyla Rose is great. Uh, good. Whatever. Chris Statlander is great. Um, I, in my opinion, I still think WWE's women's division blows them out by a fucking mile. But nonetheless, th- these two put on a good match. I just think the crowd wasn't into it after they just witnessed a 35-minute A-plus tag team match. 
It was great to D. I don't think it was that bad. Uh, Nyla Rose hit that. It was like a running sp- uh, springboard spear. Uh, and that was great. It's powerful. Uh, but yeah, next match was probably the most, um, probably the most. I wouldn't say brutal. I'm, I'm trying to look for the word. Uh, the most anticipated, maybe. Uh, MJF and Cody uh, got a B plus rate uh, rating. Uh, this match was very underwhelming. As I don't know, I guess some people have said that it just didn't feel, um, didn't click with them. Cody accidentally took out Arn Anderson, and there kind of wasn't a. It was kind of just forgotten about. There was no oh, there's kind of not a, a conclusion to that. Uh, and he's a he's a really good heel. Sometimes I'm not a fan stuff like what he does on Twitter but you know he's good he's put he took a beer out of someone else's hand and threw it in another fan's hand and then uh, and then he won I don't think the he because Cody hit a uh, like two straight crossroads and then uh, he went for a third one and MJ and then that was just over and is that he had the ring I get looked kind of confused when MJF won but I don't think – I think the right winner won. But I don't think it's the end of this feud. And I think Cody will win the payoff match for that. Next up, we have Pac and Orange Cassidy. B-plus rating. Really good uh, – I guess really good match. Orange Cassidy is actually a really good wrestler, aside from his hands in his pocket, whatever the – Pac, Neville, <laughs> whatever you call him is great. Uh, won by submission. Um, I thought Pac was going to win anyway. Even though Orange Cassidy is really good, and, you know, I guess nothing much I can really say about that. Uh, Orange Cassidy is very over with the crowd. He was rolling out of the ring, and they were chanting, "This is awesome." I guess if you're getting cheered for rolling out of the ring, then you're going, you're going to go somewhere in this company. And finally, the main event: John Moxley defeats Chris Jericho via pinfall to win the championship. It was a B plus rating. Uh, so happy for Moxley. Uh, just this time last year, he was getting put through tables by Bobby Lashley, and now he's winning the AEW World Title. Um, he says that he says that winning this title is going is felt more than winning the WWE Championship. Maybe that's just how he feels now because he felt like he was probably being trapped in WWE's the way WWE wants to do it, and the way you know how he's booked. And and then uh, Moxley won. It was a great match. Went all back and forth. Jericho's Jericho's AEW reign was pretty good. Uh, Le Champion, he calls himself entertaining. Uh, they had uh, Santana and Ortiz out there. They got thrown out. Uh, Guevara came through the uh, crowd and hit Moxley with the title, but then he didn't get the pinfall. And then Moxley won with his butterfly DDT, and he won the title. So the era of Moxley has begun in AEW. Wow. All right. Next, let's talk about uh, NXT that happened last Wednesday. Not much to really talk about, as I don't think NXT. I do not think NXT is better than Raw. Uh, probably some people are not going to be happy with that opinion. NXT is not better than Raw. Uh, NXT had some couple here and there spots, like like the the Dijakovic and Cameron Grimes match. Cameron Grimes got a win that I feel like he needed more than Dijakovic, maybe. I think Dijakovic got um, written off TV, maybe. But um, nonetheless, what do you think about that match, Logan? Uh, they got handed to Damian Priest with that hammer to the side of uh, Dominic Dijakovic's ankle. It gave uh, Cameron Grimes the uh, victory he needed. He gave him the upper hand. Uh I could also probably see Damian Priest maybe getting added to that match with Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic could possibly be a triple threat. And Keith North Lee North. is really uh, – not Keith Lee. Uh, what's his face, his fucking name? Uh, Damian Priest Damian is really Priest, good, yeah. yeah. Priest is very talented. Uh, I feel like he's got a great character. Like, he could go somewhere, so – but overall, I thought that was a pretty good match between uh, Dominic Dijakovic and Cameron Grimes. It was pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like I, like I was saying earlier before we were talking about that, it's just like there's a couple things that go on that, you know, pertain to a story. 
You put two guys in the ring I don't give two shits about, and they're doing backflips and crap. I don't care. Triple H has booked a big indie fest full of his favorites. That's why Shayna Baszler was on top forever, because he was a, he, Triple H liked him and hasn't given the real stars a chance. This like Bianca Blair is fucking amazing. I don't mm-hmm. think she's had the NXT title once. Uh, she's great. Um, and then we'll talk about this later because uh, that's not I need to talk about. But then Finn Balor came out. They're like, oh, what's next for the Prince? And then uh, the two Imperium guys came out. I forget their names. Eichner and some other guy. And um, they beat Bartel. Bartel and Eichner. And they beat down Finn Balor. Uh, Walter at, Walter and Balor at TakeOver will definitely be something. Walter is really good. And so, ugh, so is Finn Balor. Care to comment on that? I'm looking forward for that match myself. I feel like Walter and Finn Balor might steal the show at TakeOver. They're really two talented guys. Uh, Yeah, overall, I think that match might be one of the best out of the night. Great match. I think that match will be maybe because Tyler Bate and Walter had a great match last year. I think this match could maybe... I wouldn't say exceeded, but I think it could, it could be up there. Balor is just fantastic, and so is mm-hmm. Walter. I still think Walter will retain, though. Uh, and then uh, Champa versus Austin Theory, which was a pretty good match. I mean, Austin Theory is real pretty good. I knew Champa was going to win. Uh, longer match than I expected. Um, it was and- a really good match, though, for the main event of NXT. That Austin Theory guy really brought it to Champa. Uh, he had a lot of close near falls. It was a really good match, but Champa came away with a victory. Yes, you were right, but that was not the main event of NXT. Champa won, but then after um, Gargano came out and attacked um, Champa, and I just need to talk about the full sale crowd. They booed Johnny coming out to attack Champa, and then when he was clapping on the apron, they were all clapping with him. I don't get it. They're kind of annoying, the full sale crowds. Some, mm. um, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Gargano. Um, I hope Champa wins. I think they'll do some kind of stipulation because Champa brought up, uh, "I need you like out of there." Cannot no beat. There can't be no Johnny Gargano. So I think it could be like a loser leaves NXT match or a career versus career match, which probably Johnny would win. Because I heard rumors. I hope they're not true of Gar. Uh, Champa retiring? I don't want that. Champa is great. He's very entertaining. But mm. I heard those rumors. Um, pretty much that the Balor thing, the Champa thing, and uh, then the Grizzle Grizzly Young Veterans or whatever. Uh, JYV GYV against the Forgotten Sons, who are now face. Uh, I think they they flopped as a heel, which I think it's probably better to be a heel or easier to be a heel because you can get booed or you just no one gives a shit about you. They flopped mm-hmm. as a heel and now they're going to turn face and see if this works. I don't think it's going to work. Um, the match is too long. Too long. Um, uh, and uh, the Grizzled, Grizzly Young Veterans won, I think? Yes, they did. What ticket to Mayhem? Okay, and now let's talk about the main event. The main event. Bianca Belair against Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair coming, her last NXT match was in 2015. She came back and went against Bianca Belair. Now, I thought, I knew that um, Charlotte was going to win because, you know, how are they going to book it? You know, you have your, you have the the Royal Rumble winner going into NXT. And if she loses to Bianca Belair, how is she going to beat the NXT Women's Champion? I knew Charlotte was gonna win. I just don't like I just don't like how Bianca Belair keeps taking these clean pinfalls. And and the fact that Bianca Belair looks like a million bucks and Charlotte can't even like oh my god, like I heard this I heard this on a couple on a podcast and I agree with it so much. That's why I'm gonna rephrase it. Charlotte doesn't sell for anyone. There was a spot where Bianca twice put tried to put Charlotte into the ring post, and Charlotte didn't do anything. It takes two people to tango. It takes two people to put on a great wrestling match. Mm-hmm. All right, and then part of the and then part of the finish, maybe they could say, "Oh, I understand why they didn't do this." Bianca went for a spear. Charlotte fucking no sold it. 
and then Charlotte did a spear, and Bianca made it look like a million bucks. I'm not, I'm not trying <laughs> to hate on Charlotte, but Jesus Christ! I mean, the way she doesn't sell for anyone. I mean, and then she, and then they did that, nat- and then she won with the natural selection, and then fucking, um, and then she pinned Bianca. Bianca's already taken the. I'm, t- I'm tired of the clean losses that she takes every single time, and she's really good. She's really good. And then after the match, I think Charlotte went heel again because they want boring-ass Rhea Ripley to be the face. Um, And then Bianca... Bianca is... Charlotte attacked Bianca, I think, with a chair. And then Rhea Ripley came out. I don't know if you saw this look. Rhea Ripley Mm -hmm. comes out and does her same entrance. Her same entrance where she puts her dumb foot in the air and puts it down, or whatever the hell she does. And and, she, it and, and, and she, it down. And she's doing this while Charlotte is beating up Bianca. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know why they have her do that every single time. It's, it's not that she that. like she can do it when she comes out. But if you're trying mm-hmm. to save someone from not getting hit with a chair or whatever the fuck happened, why would you? Why do are that? you coming strutting yeah. out to the ring? It's really like anyway. Um. I don't know what's going to happen on NXT. Oh, wait. I got a couple more things I got to talk about. They're talking about um having quali- qualifying matches, I believe. I don't remember anything. Then the winner of those matches will go on to for the number one contenders match for the number one contenders match for the NXT Women's Championship at TakeOver in a ladder match. Um, the people I think could be in that match um, Dakota Kai, maybe Tegan Knox. Blocked. Uh, let's also talk about how uh, WWE needs to like try to re-involve, like get these women tag team titles back in the picture. They need to be start like more entertaining. They need to like bring like some good tag teams together. You know what I mean? I feel like the women's tag team championships have been overlooked. I feel like they need to make something good out of it. No, yeah, I know. We'll definitely talk about that in a minute, but I got to finish this. So for the NXT, win, uh, the ladder match, I could see Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, um, maybe Ch- uh, Chelsea Green, who's building some momentum with uh, her manager, Robbie E. from TNA, I believe. And who else I could think for the next match? Mia Yim. Uh, Io Shirai, maybe, if she comes back. Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Um, yeah, that should be a fun match. Um, maybe the next, if Yosha is in it, if she comes back from injury, I don't know how long she could be back, uh, how long she'll be on the shelf for. But if she comes back, I could see her winning the ladder match. Io is over, too. If it's Io against Rhea, uh, Io better take the title. But knowing Triple H and its favorites, um, Rhea will probably have the title for another 200 days. Um what was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah, the next week on next week on NXT, there's two uh, steel cage matches, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai and Velveteen Dream, the real face of NXT against Roderick Strong. I see Velveteen winning, I hope. I don't know if the NSB era are going to get involved. I see. I think it's going to be Dream and Cole at TakeOver, but I think Dakota Kai will beat Maybe. Who do you think will win? Dakota Kai or Tegan Knox in the Steel Cage match? I think I think Dakota Kai will retain mean uh, not retain. I think Dakota Kai will win mm-hmm. with the help of that monster milf outside. But uh yeah. I think overall that uh Dakota Kai will retain due to the distraction. Retain that. He means win. Mm-hmm. Uh, win. yeah. Uh, I think Dakota Kai... If Dakota Kai wins, I think it's the end of that. If Tegan Knox wins, I don't know if they're going to have, like... Maybe they'll have a ladder match, and then, like, the outside women's match will be Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox if they're both one-to-one and they could win. Um, but the the more interesting match to me is Dream and Strong. And like I said, it could go either way. Dream is so freaking fun to watch his um i can't wait until he gets the nxt title his twitter things his things is when he's promoting his match twitter on, on twitter 
And when he's his in-ring promos and his in-ring work is just great. I like Velveteen. He's up there and my favorites. Um, but if Roderick wins, I think it'll be from distraction from the Undisputed Era. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, done talking about NXT, I want to talk about what's coming up on Raw tomorrow. There's a couple of matches they announced. I'm just going to pull it up here. First, let's talk about Beth Phoenix will be on Raw tomorrow with an update on Edge falling the heinous attack from Randy Orton. Um, I I have a feeling that Randy Orton is going to attack her, Logan. I think so, too. I had that going through my head as well. I think... Uh... I think Randy Orton's going to attack Beth Phoenix, and we possibly may see somebody to come out mm-hmm. to help her. I'm not sure who it might be, mm-hmm. but I feel like Randy might end up attacking her, and then somebody will come out and probably save her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was kind of hoping that Christian would get involved in this rivalry because Agent Christian are obviously uh, best friends. It and- could be Christian. Because you keep in mind, Christian and Randy have beat history, yeah. rivalry before. They mm-hmm. have history as well. Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad idea if Christian gets involved and helps mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix, which mm-hmm. then again, I could probably see. Yep. Yeah, I could see that too, Christian coming out. Um, because like I said, him and Edge, tag team partners, practically best friends. And then him and Randy had that rivalry back uh, years ago. Um, I do see... Mm-hmm. If not, either Beth Phoenix would just casually show up and give an update, or she will casually get RKO'd. All right, next, we're talking about Rey Mysterio, Team Swift, Humberto, oh my god, to battle Andrade and Enzo Garza, accompanied by Zelina Vega. Um, I see you got two boring people on each side. I mean, I don't think, like I said, I think Garza's more entertaining than Andrade, because like Andrade, Andrade's really good in the ring, but I don't know, he's kind of Eh, Let's me. talk about the fact that the possibility that uh, maybe down the road in the future, Selena Vega could probably turn on Andrade and be the manager for Angel Garza. Maybe that could happen, which would result in an Andrade face turn. And I don't know if his promos will cut it. That's why I think he needs to stay with Zelina because I think I think this that or they could probably bring Angel Garza and Andrade together for. A tag team title run with Selena Vega by her side. That's also probably down the. I mean, yeah, maybe. we can all dream. I mean, that would be kind of dope. But Andrade has the title right now. I could see a multi man match at a multi man match at WrestleMania with maybe Garza taking the title. Not we probably Garza, could see a ladder match for the United States title. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. possibility. Uh, Rey Mysterio, legend, of course, and teaming with Humberto, kind of boring. Like I said, they're keeping these guys together because I think there's something to do with WrestleMania. Anyway, I see Andrade and Angel Garza picking up the win. How about you? I think, my opinion, I think Rey Mysterio and uh, Umberto okay. Carlero right. are going to probably come away with this victory. Mm-hmm. To, you know, boost the momentum towards coming to the chamber of WrestleMania. I think that Rey Mysterio and... Because... Uh, Rey Mysterio is coming back from getting his head planted in the hot concrete, remember? Yeah. So then again, I don't think they would probably let Rey lose mm-hmm. in his match and return on Raw. Mm-hmm. I see Rey and Humberto picking up the win. Maybe because Humberto's been taking a lot of losses and Rey Mysterio came out. But I think keep the winning streak going for Andrade and, and uh, Garza. But one thing I could see... I just thought of this is maybe problems, maybe Andrade jealous... I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want to say jealous because Andrade is the United States champion after all. But like them two getting in conflict because of Zelina Vega being the manager, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. All right, this is that's the possibility. The reason Rey Mysterio and Humberto might pick the victory up because of their conflict, they're arguing and all this stuff probably get caught off guard. This is one thing interesting. Riddick Moss. If you don't know who he is. I don't blame you. We'll put the 24-7 championship on the line tomorrow on Raw, but against who? Uh, all right. Um, I just think the title needs to go back to R-Truth, to be honest. 
him have running around with the championship is good. I'm not gonna put too much yeah, time on this, but it doesn't Vince is trying to make the title look reasonable. They don't want to give it to the truth for thirty five times. I wanna see that. This title I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a joke. It's funny when the belt's on our truth, but that's about it. Next, the Street Profits will challenge Seth Rollins and Murphy for the raw tag team title. So it is for the titles in a now or never encounter. I don't know what that means, but I what I do know is the Street Profits will take their titles, in my opinion. Uh, they're just um, – the Street Pro. I do think they're going to have Rollins in the – hold on. I think they're going to have Rollins in the singles match against Owens at WrestleMania. So I see the Street Profits taking it by Owens, costing Rollins and Murphy the championships. And the Street Profits are probably my favorite tag team right now, along with, like, the Young Bucks from AEW. But um, I a match I would love to see down the road possibility. Mm. What? Well, those versus Street Profits. Yeah, I wish we like cross Brandon. Maybe Survivor Series we could have that. That'd be a great yeah. match. Street Profits are really uh, freaking good. What I was trying to say as well, the possibility as well, we could probably see Murphy versus Rollins at WrestleMania, maybe. I thought we yeah. could have seen that with like Murphy, like with Rollins putting Murphy over and having Murphy win. Mm. But I don't see it anymore. But we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, couple two more matches we want to talk about. As first reported by NY Post, Shayna Baszler steps into the squared circle against Asuka. That uh, Shayna Baszler, Jesus, uh, not a threat. Uh, listen, I am a Becky Lynch fan. Obviously, she's the best. But uh, I don't see Shayna Baszler as a threat to Becky's title. Uh, Becky will retain at WrestleMania, in my opinion. Nonetheless, here's we're talking about Shayna against Asuka. Asuka is a magician in the ring. She's going to have to, I don't know, Shayna is kind of green in the ring. Uh, but, I mean, I still think Asuka could give her a, a good match. This is going to be, people will call this a dream match. Uh, I think it's going to end in DQ or something like that because Becky, being the goat she is, is going to attack Shayna like a god. And um, we're just going to push that build towards the Elimination Chamber. Logan, what do you think? I think that if I had to pick, I'd probably say Shayna Baszler is probably going to win to boost the momentum towards the match between Becky Lynch or possibility, like you said, I could see Becky Lynch getting involved and they have another brawl like they did this past Mm -hmm. Monday. I hope so because I like seeing Becky on Raw. It's the best. Um. I don't know. It should be a good match. I'm not, not taking anything away. Oscar's great. Uh, but I just think it's going to end DQ. Uh, Therefore, since we got 13 minutes to spare, let's talk about... Oh, we got one more match to talk about, Logan. Uh, we have to talk about Aleister Black and AJ Styles. Another match that will end in DQ because both wrestlers cannot afford to take a loss at the moment. AJ Styles already took a loss against The Undertaker. Sort of, so he can't really take a loss, and Alistair Black won't take a loss. I already know that. So this match is going to end DQ probably with the OC uh, attacking, and then maybe the Undertaker come out and help. Um, Black and Undertaker. Ooh. I mean, that'd be pretty cool, but um, nonetheless, that could – that's a fucking – that's a fucking pay-per-view match that we're getting for free. Uh, that's that's great. Alistair Black, awesome. Like I've already talked about AJ Styles earlier. Uh, I just think it'll end in DQ. Black is a future world champion. Definitely, yeah. Black is very talented. He has great promos. One one of the best people in the business today that can deliver a good promo. I don't know about that. That's a bold statement. Uh, Alistair Black is good at. Cutting promos, Heyman's been giving him more mic time, but uh, I don't know. It's one of the best. I don't know, but he is really good in the ring. All right, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about at the Elimination Chamber. Let's talk about how Braun Strowman is defending his Intercontinental Title in a three-on-one handicap match. Who do you think is going to walk away with that? I think it'd be pretty cool to have Sami Zayn and Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura be triple Intercontinental Champions since I guess Cesaro would technically get the title that he deserves and um, Sami Zayn would get his first main roster title. But I don't see it happening. It's just too good to yeah, be Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's a little bit too soon to end Braun Strowman's uh, title reign that he's finally gotten. 
He's been waiting forever to finally get a singles run title. And I just think it's too I, late because I don't really care, to be honest. Should have been one. Yeah, too late. Well, yeah, I think it's too early if he loses it now. But if possibility, I could see him losing it in a ladder match. Possibility like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that does happen, then I could probably see him losing mm-hmm. it because he might be the target in that match. Because let's face it, let's talk about his new hairdo. What do you think about his new about hairdo? Braun Strowman? Uh, I guess it's pretty cool. It came out uh, with the jeans on Friday uh, with the contract, signing contract, signing with. Dude had a mullet, whatever, but. No. What? <laughs> His hair would have, that's a mullet he had backwards like that okay um uh the tag team titles on the elimination chamber have miz and morrison blue jobs party heavy machinery the usos rue rudin Dolph, and uh i think another team but anyway uh miz and morrison are gonna retain some way somehow like i said earlier they're gonna walk into they're going to walk into WrestleMania as the champs. That's how I view it. Also, I'd like to point out, let's talk about how Liv Morgan got up. Jumped over the jumped table, over the table against Ruby Riot. Riot. Let's talk about that for a couple of minutes. That was fun. That was funny. I mean, they're building like – th- What? What do you think was going through her mind when she was flying over the table? Uh I'm going to kill you, Ruby Riot. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what do you think Sarah Logan fits into this? I what do you think about Sarah Logan? I, what do you? Th- I don't Logan know. She's after? garbage. But um, I guess she could fit. I have a feeling they'll end up ganging up on her, and uh, they'll attack Liv. But Liv will. Liv will. I don't know. I love how I do love though how they're um telling other stories, like in this chamber match, like. They have oh Shane oh Shayna the Shayna's the biggest threat and Oscar Oscar mm-hmm. wanting to you know get another title match at WrestleMania. They're yeah. talking about the Riot Squad like the whole thing, and then Natalia's mm-hmm. kind of just there. I mean, they probably could have put someone else in, but I guess because Natalia's a veteran, maybe. But it should be a fun match. I just can't wait for Becky to be at ringside cheering on uh, Shayna because she wanted Becky wanted Shayna to win. It's going to be a very entertaining chamber match, and I think the mat- that match will main event. So the women get to main event, so that's great. And so you think Sarah Logan might side with Ruby? Yeah, Ryan if anything, yeah. Is what mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. Is it a possibility? You will it blind you if she does side with Liv Morgan and they double team against Ruby? Ryan? I mean, I guess that'd be pretty cool. But Sarah Logan's a heel, I believe, and so is Ruby Riot. Unless they have a Riot Squad triple threat at WrestleMania, which wouldn't be bad. Give one of them a big win, which I think should be Liv Morgan. But um, uh, I was going to say Ruby Riot. One of those two. Morgan works too. Not either. Sarah Logan. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, yeah, not Sarah Logan. Yeah. All right. Well, I know we have more time, kind of, but that kind of wraps it up. If we were all over the place, this was our first podcast. We're definitely not perfect. We just tried to give our thoughts and our opinions, and we will be back next Sunday for another show. Goodbye, everybody.